Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode titled Beyond the Books, Navigating Life with Dyslexia and ADHD, I just thought I'd share a few of the day-to-day challenges that I go through um, having both dyslexia and ADHD and just kind of share what happens because I think a lot of people think they're alone and that what they do is unique to them, but it's so common. Um, But you just don't know it because people don't share it. We try and hide it. And I just want to walk you through a day in my life. So let's dive in. Okay, so let's talk about life beyond the books. Now, when we're talking about dyslexia, people just think reading, writing, spelling. But many of us with dyslexia have probably a sprinkle of ADHD, sprinkle of autism, sprinkle of everything. Our brains are just wired a little bit differently. And many of us have maybe had one diagnosis, but not a bunch. And some of us may just have a bit of each of these things. So we might not be quite at diagnosis level, but we still struggle with them. So I just want to talk about some of the challenges I have through a day. And also what I've built my days into to make them more effective. So this is like a day in the life of me. This is literally today, actually. So today I woke up at about 6 a.m. Whenever light hits me, I'm quite sensitive to light. So if I get a little bit of light in the bedroom and I wake up and my brain starts to turn and it just starts to think about everything I have to do in the day or it starts to think about anything in the real world, if I don't manage to kind of go back into the dream state, I'm awake. So whether that's 5.30, 6, 6.30, I'm, I'm away. I just try and get out of bed as quietly as possible. And my wife tells me I'm the loudest man in life. And uh, so I, uh, I sneak out. I'm sure I'm thinking at the time, be quiet, Stephen, be quiet. And every time I say that, I probably kick something. It's like I just do the opposite, which is a bit frustrating. Um, but I'm up. And my first thing in the day is I try and smash a bottle of water. Um, when I'm right up to kind of rehydrate the old brain and I go for a walk. So what I've, what I've found with myself and with many people, I guess, with desk jobs is you can kind of get stuck not moving enough. So I make sure I go and do a three to five K walk in the morning. Um, and I always have to listen to a podcast at the same time. I have to have something blaring in my ears to walk without having something that I'm listening to. I really struggle with, especially for that long. It either bores me to death or I overthink silly stuff. (laughs) So I just find it much easier. Sometimes I'll listen to music if I want to think about something. But I mix it up a bit. It just depends what works. Once I get home, um, it's usually when I take my Ritalin for the day. Um, Having ADHD, that's the drug of choice I've been chosen to use. And it works really well. I have about 40 milligrams. And so I have that with a glass of water and I usually have a decaf coffee. I'm really trying at the moment to limit caffeine um, because it doesn't interact remarkably well with Ritalin and just trying to get off that kind of caffeine bandwagon. I've nothing against it. It's worked really well over the years, but I'm just trying to test it out. You know, one of the things with dyslexics, we're always testing new ideas and seeing if they work for us. Like it's, it's just nonstop. Sometimes they last for a long time. Sometimes they last for a couple of weeks. Who knows? And at that time, I, I'm lucky enough to usually have a coffee with my wife and we try and communicate. One of the challenges I've had in other relationships is I haven't forced some time into my day or really scheduled it in just to talk about life and share our thoughts and what's going on. And we try and do that for 20 minutes each morning. Um, and it works really well for us. It just kind of keeps that conversation going. 
Um, otherwise, like you can just kind of carry on with life and think you've said something when you haven't. And so that's really good for me. I really enjoy it. I've then got into a habit of meditating. Uh, I do it for 20, about 20 minutes a day. I've got a couple of pillows in my office. Uh, working from home, that helps. And so I just go and put on a blindfold. Um, well, not a blindfold, an eye mask. That makes it dark. Chuck some AirPods in. And I just listen to a, a really good meditation from a guy called Joe Dispenza, which I love. It's just such a cool meditation. It's all visualization and it's really, really neat. And so that's that's how I kind of start my day. And once that's done, I then take a couple of breaths. I then go and do 28 other random things that are no value to society. Sometimes, sometimes it can be wiping down the kitchen bench. I can refresh my decaf. Just, you know, my brain just decides to wander. And then I, I finally, once the Ritalin kicks in, I sit down at my office desk and I've got this big A3 paper pad. And I use this technique called to-do list bingo. I'll link to this in the notes, but it's it's a simple, really simple thing I do um, where I draw, it out, draw out like this bingo board in a certain way and map out my day. And that's something I do on a, every, every business day I do it. It really helps me focus on not trying to do a million things, but just to do something really clearly for me and it's been a massive game changer and so I've got that in front of me and I can see it and I know what I'm working on um, sometimes it's easier to fill the bingo board than others some days if I'm tired I'll put some easier things in there are some days if I'm a bit more focused I'll put some bigger stuff sometimes the biggest challenge I find with my dyslexic mind is balancing the stuff I need to do today with what I have to get done in the week and the month and where I'm going in life. <laughs> and depending which tangent I go down, I can get stuck overthinking my life's goals or my year's goals more likely. Um, and then really struggling to connect them with the day-to-day -day stuff I do. And so I can sometimes bounce between all three uh, depending on the day of the week and depending how good I'm feeling. You know, depending how my day yesterday was will really pay off to how well I do today. So... On the Ritalin side of things, I'm usually the best in the morning, so I try and get between about two to four hours of focused work done. Try and get as much of the big stuff done in the morning. It's usually cooler where I am, and it just means that we can get this stuff out the way. And so that usually takes me around lunch. Um, I've probably had a smoothie by then. I'm trying to be a bit healthier, so I'm trying to balance what I'm eating. Um, so have a smoothie, gives me a bit of energy. Usually I don't eat enough in the daytime, you know, the challenge can be is I'm not a morning eater. And so once you have Ritalin, one of the back challenges of that from the ADHD side is that you don't get as hungry. So I have to make sure, kind of not force myself to eat, but I have to try and eat a bit more every day. When I don't, I think you can all guess what's going to happen is I crash at night and overeat. Probably not the best foods in the world. Um, so I kind of, that can be a challenge. And then in the afternoon, I try and have a few early meetings in the afternoon where possible because it usually keeps me a bit more focused. If I'm left to my own devices, I can just start messing around. Um, I've tried to build my business with a bit of flexibility into it, but it still frustrates me how I can just get a bit lost and a bit all over the place. It's just the way our brains work. And I've had over the years just decided to cut myself a break and not stress myself out about it. Um, I sometimes get a, a breath of you know, a wind at night and really start doing some more work at night. But it's it's very, very depending on the day of the week, if I'm honest. It's so, so different. Um, 
And then I'll usually get to, if we're talking about today, I'm playing football this evening, so I'll probably stress about remembering everything I need. You know, um, have I got my football boots? Have I got my socks? Have I got, <laughs> have I got everything? Have I planned the time right? I don't want to be 10 minutes late for a football game. Is the traffic going to be okay? Is the parking going to be okay? All these things go through my head and it becomes really tiring. Like I have to be very careful. Or I've decided to be very careful about what after, after school, after work activities I do because there's a lot of stress involved in some of them. And so <laughs> I try and I try and not let myself get too stressed out. I try and have a have some consistent rules with my bags and stuff so I don't lose them. And I have gotten better over the years, but it still gives me a bit of a stress when I look at the clock and go, should I be there? Especially as I record this podcast. And then once I've once I've done that, hopefully I've eaten before I've gone. You know, we're gonna wait and see. I've got an hour before I have to leave as I record this podcast. Uh, so hopefully I have something to eat after this um, and I don't get distracted, which is another big challenge, right? Distracted into something I'm enjoying. And so once I'm back from football, I'll usually have, I'll probably have a smoothie again at night just because I don't want to eat too much. That's, that's what I'd like to say I'm doing. Sometimes I will get lazy and just eat McDonald's. Let's be honest, it happens. You know, I've, I've left myself so late to eat enough that I just haven't had the calories I require. So when you're driving home from a football match and there's a McDonald's sign, I'll probably make a poor decision um, and do that. So you never you never know. It could go either way depending how I'm feeling. You know, I'll have to let you know on the next podcast which way I went. Um, I'll then get home. I'll chat to the wife. We may have a spa just to kind of catch up. We've got one of these simple but cool inflatable spa things, which is really nice. Um, and it's summer where we are, so... Just go and sit in the water and talk, which is really cool. And then probably drone out on some TV as my attention and my brain starts to wane from a busy day. Um, and then depending how I'm feeling, I've I do have medical THC in the house. So if I've ha- had a very stressful day, I'll sometimes take some THC, um, which will relax me. It kind of gets my cortisol down, which is one of my biggest challenges. Is you know if you're always on the go and everything's happening and you're not sure and there's worry and you know your cortisol is always high I find THC drops that for me and gives me a chance to sleep well um, so yeah and that's like a work day for me you know there's a bit more to it but um, you know it's not about reading writing and spelling I've got all the spell checkers I've got all the grammar checkers I'm playing around with chat GPT and creating my own assistants which is just amazing I could do a whole podcast on that you know, some of the tech is really helping the dyslexic side of my life. But there's all these other challenges I, I run into on a daily basis, you know, where I get lost for half an hour in thought, <laughs> um, where I have to literally have earpods on and music or I can't concentrate. You know, all these little things make a massive impact to me. Um, it allows me to do my best work, which is so important. So that's what I wanted to share, guys. That's a bit of a day in the life, literally a day in the life of me today. Hopefully that's interesting. Um, love any thoughts on on Spotify if you can answer the question that I'll put up Um, or yeah reach out hello at truthaboutdyslexia.com is the best way to get in touch with me and I'll put links to the to-do list bingo in the show notes